Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week we'll be taking a trip down Memory Lane with our very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. I am now a cover girl. What? Yes. I am a cover girl. For what? On the Radio Times, Queen of Crime. Look at that. What? what? Is that you what at the is happening? No, that's Mira Sayel. I'm behind her with Lin- Sally Lindsay. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's really hard to tell. Look at you with your myopic face. I, I, is that you? <laughs> yeah, it's Vogue. I'm on the cover of Vogue. <laughs> it was hard to. It was hard to see. The right, I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it. I'm so. I'm so excited to be on the cover of Radio Times. I'm on the cover of the Radio Times, mate. Right, I'm sending oh, it to you now. D, send it right now. <laughs> it's coming in. <laughs> look at my smug little face. All right, here we go. Let me have a look. Oh, yes, that is Beer Asile. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was you. It's quite, it's quite clearly not you. Oh, there you are. What there is wrong with your face? Sally Lindsay look. looks like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. This is great. I look. I and look like nor- normal, normal face. And then Beer Asile, sort of mysterious kind of, I, you don't know what I'm thinking face. Mine's smug, isn't it? And then... Yours is the smuggest face. What? Are you well, like? again, we go back to this recurring theme of the spite, <laughs> the spite of people that make these choices. There would have been hundreds of pictures of me taken that day, babe. Hundreds. Yeah. yeah. And they chose that one. We, 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 you've got to know what you're doing with your face because you can't have pictures like that on the cover of the Radio Times. Well, I, to be honest, compared to what we've gone through in the past, that is the best one I've seen. Actually, yeah. you're right. Yeah. That is the best. That one is I've seen. the best. One. You're right. It's and, and you look, dare I say it, 10 years younger. There. That's a compliment. You can have that. Well, thanks. Uh, but I mean, it's clearly been touched up. <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, if you, if we took a still of me now in the real world with no makeup on and zero filters and no lighting, <laughs> I very much look my age. Um, anyway, I'm a I, cover girl. I don't care. Why are you pissing on my parade? I'm not. Why are you pissing, pissing on my chips? I'm not. I'm a cover girl. I don't want to get near your chips. I, I, I certainly would never urinate on them. And as I said, this is a fa- this is what an achievement, Kerry. Thank you, babe. Let's let's think back. Let's think back to like f- f- when I first met you, and I, and someone had said to you, "You'll be on the cover of the Radio Times," albeit behind a couple of other Fear people. Yeah. Um, you would have said, "No, that would never happen." And here you are. Yeah, yeah. Cover girl. Cover girl. That's Whitstable Pearl. Whitstable Pearl. Cover yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. I'm over the we, moon. 
with your own TV show. Let's. We. I, I don't think we talk about that enough. That you've got no, your own. Do you know what? TV we need to show. talk about it. We need to talk about it right now because the reason Let's it's on the it. cover of the Radio Times. Let's yes. do this. Let's do some proper PR. PR. Oh my God. We don't. We never do PR. We, we don't got PR our own, ourselves. We've got our own podcast and we never ever PR. What is, PR, what is the point? People come on our show to do their PR, but we never go, oh, guess what? I mean, I've not once mentioned that my special's out. Right, let's do this right, right now. So I don't know what that what's going on. We're, we're thick. Go. <laughs> right, so Whitstable Pearl, where I play a, a lady detective, hence it being on the cover of the Radio Times, is about to go from Acorn TV, which is yes. a channel that I, uh, not many people have in this country. It's about to go on UK TV, oh, which is that... another channel. Hence it's another this channel. Push. So right. you could now don't have to pay to watch it. You can just watch it on UK TV drama. And it's oh, going great. live, whatever the words are. It's dropping. That's it's, a f- word, isn't it? It's dropping. Yes. They're dropping it. They're Drop dropping it. Like it. it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. Like it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're dropping it. Yeah. I, and, I, I, and I will remember the date. You don't They're know dropping, the date? No. They're dropping okay. it soon. So this you've already failure. That's number one, failure number one. Yeah. You don't even know when it's... Look, story. mate, I'm on the cover of the Radio Times. Yes, People can find out when it's on. They can. These if they stats. buy the Radio Times, they absolutely can. They can find yeah. all of those stats out. It's on like cursory soon. Google. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. We'll say it's soon. on soon. It's on soon. March. Let's say March. Oh, my God. I cannot believe the year you're going to have. The year you're going to have. This is good PR, isn't it? It's really good PR. Yeah. Well now, done. where can people listen to your, watch your special? Oh, I mean, it it went out last year, but I should mention it. It's still you available. should mention it. Uh, you've missed the window. <laughs> I'm paying for it. Uh, but you can watch it for free now on YouTube, actually. But if you go to the link in my... <laughs> Joel, Joel's really laughing at her. Wait, Joel. Slightly crap <laughs> efforts to self-promote. Wait. Uh, here we go. So it's, there's a link in my bio. i tell you what you can do. You can watch it, but it has got adverts if you watch it on YouTube. And some people don't like it. Can adverts. I give you some notes on your selling technique? What? Right, what? you've got to okay. push it more. Think voiceover. Do an intonation that goes up at the end. Think voiceover. Okay, go. Okay. All right. I've got my brand new special. It's out now. You can find it on a link in my bio. Go and watch it for free. Yeah, I haven't finished. For free on YouTube with adverts. But if you want to watch it without, you can watch it on 800 pound gorilla. Pay what you want. Is that that better? That was really good. I I don't get enough voiceover work, actually. I don't know why you don't get more. That was really good, Jen. I've, it I sounded like a little bit like a robot. I feel like there was a note of insincerity there, but I'm <laughs> going to take it at face value when you said that that was a really good push. Oh, I didn't even mention the name of it. It's called The Optimist. There we go. Can you do that with the same voice? What's it it's called? called? The Optimist. The Optimist. Get it now yep. on YouTube. YouTube and 800 pound gorilla. Now I've, speed it up like T's and C's like at the end. Available on do one of those. Available on YouTube with adverts, but if you don't want it with adverts, you have to watch an 800 band gorilla. That genuinely was good. You did sound like you'd been technically speeded up. Yeah. I have got, got all the skills, mate. but all the uh, fucking skills. I d I just don't feel like people <laughs> but, are taking advantage it, of them. No. It's an attitude um, issue. It's, it's an not attitude a skills issue. issue. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really, there's a lot, there's a lot I could adjust with my attitude, isn't there? <laughs> I love your attitude. So, Kerry, today our very special guest is the wonderful, the charismatic, the marvellous, the incredibly funny Stephen Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he bought, he was fun. He bought the, 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 the good stuff. He was a lot of fun. He's a great storyteller. Uh, he really is. And he's just like, I suppose what you would call a raconteur. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He can take, he can sit you down and uh, take centre stage and come out with some absolutely banger stories that are always funny and always really entertaining. And that is who he is on stage as well. Yeah. I've there, only seen bits not... of his stand-up, but you feel like you're <laughs> hanging out with a mate. Is that proper? Yeah. Oh, is this stand-up? Because... This is a really funny person just talking and you go, oh, that's stand up. Yeah. I mean, and, and like there's there's very little between the person off stage and the person on stage. There's nothing. So, I mean, what you see is what you get. And I think that's why people love him so much. Yeah, anyway, he's, he's on tour at the moment and I can't recommend him enough. Whatever, even if you go and see him five times, you will not see the, <laughs> the same, same hour. <laughs> You're not going to see the same show, okay? Because the amount of improv and audience interaction that he does in his show, I don't. I know very few comedians that can do that like he does. Uh, don't worry, he has written a show, but it's, <laughs> it's really unlikely he'll ever finish it's it. It's like a Wonka's golden ticket. You might get the show. <laughs> But you might but not get you that. might get something equally funny but completely <laughs> random. Um, anyway, this is us having a chat to the very wonderful, the man who I adore. It's Stephen Bailey. I think I told you that you'd gone viral. Really? Were you I don't the think person? She knew. That- I think I rang her after Christmas and was like, do you know you have 600,000 followers? <laughs> wow. I got a clue because my phone was blowing up a bit. Do, do you remember the it. moment you went viral? No, it's become Jen. Yeah. Jen, do we, you remember the moment? Because Steve, is this show happening? Is this show happening? Yes, Steve, yes I've invited we you a, here so we can talk about me. Okay. Kerry, continue. Do you remember the moment? When does the girl happen? By? Well, this is it. We're just doing it. It's just talking. And we then don't we say like, about... welcome to. No, no. We do that when you're not here. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> So I don't know because it it happened over months. It, so, oh, so it was incremental. Yeah, so it was. But I mean, like the I guess December, like December. It went like, the year before last. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's been last ages. December. Yeah, it's been over a year. I've been viral for over a year, babe. Oh man. What can I say? I've got a bit about it now. Have got you? A routine about, about me being my, viral? Well, I don't name your name, but I go a mate's gone viral, and I'm like, oh, no, it's like a proper little, <laughs> you know, sort of circling you like a fox around a grip bin. So, the amount of texts and vocals I get going. How do you do it? How do you do yeah. it? I was one of them. I'm not even ashamed to yeah, say. Yeah, no, you're I'm really in good company, say, Stephen. Yeah. No, we've I think all you'd done be it. an idiot not to. Yeah, we're like, really? what's your secret? TV sells frigging nothing. I know, it's weird, isn't it? We're in a different time. It's a different time. But look see at you like an old lady. Me, a wizen. It's a different time. It's, it's, it's a, different a different time. time. I could give you some of my top secret, what but I won't. What was that saying you had, but I said to you on your oh. tour show, you kept saying that... Do you, do you understand? understand? Yeah. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm really trying to say t- to you? Do you understand? And you went, oh my God, that's your catchphrase. And I went, it's not. And then after you said that to me, I went, fucking hell. I say, do you understand? All the time. On, you know when someone Do you not feel catches- understood, Jenna? <laughs> <laughs> I 
so clearly not because I keep asking people I if they understand. understand. We understand. It's, a, it's turned into a tick. I think it's a tick now. So I just say, do you understand? Well, now you're a viral sensation. You should have mugs and caps and Saying, do you, understand? do you understand? I don't think people are buying all that crap, are they? Anyway, we are here to talk about you. I have Stephen, nothing to say. Well, we all will get it out of you. You do. Sent us all your brilliant. I feel like I've already said way too much. Stephen Bailey, one of my very dear comedy pals, also my go-to, my go-to for all gossip info, whatever's happening on the scene, and I don't just mean on the comedy oh, really? scene. I mean on TV, radio, well, none on of the it. bloggersphere. We're not going to be able to put any of it on this. Why? Because it's proper gossip. Yes, proper gossip. It's proper top draw. Probably like libelous. We're not going to say any gossip on here. I'm just said. But if they come to our live shows, and who don't knows? It, why do you maybe get so Exeter. much intel? Um, because I'm a gay man and <laughs> women foolishly trust me. Uh, it's true. It's as simple as They're that. I really action. think. I really do. You do listen. You've got this really good way of zoning in. And I think Stephen's really listening to me. And that's what you do. And I get sucked in. I really do listen. I retain everything. And also I let people speak. And you know that gets you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was very un- unnerved and you did not start the podcast appropriately. Because I was like, mar, mar, mar. <laughs> I can't remember what I said. Do you, you, when someone's telling you something that's like, you know, on the lowdown, do you think this is good? Yes, but actually I am a steel trap. You've well, said that to me before. But has any of your gossip ever got out from me? No, any of your no, stories? I only no. tell trivial stuff okay. that's still juicy. Yeah, yeah. Or stuff where someone's being evil and we should know about it. Yes. But apart from that, I'm actually a steel trap. Right. That well, is that's true. Good yeah, none of your stuff's secret? got out. No. Zoe Lyons, ask her. I'm a steel trap. You've got a podcast with Zoe Lyons, haven't you? I do. We gossip about reality shows <laughs> because... She doesn't watch reality shows, does she, Zoe? She does now. Oh, does This she? is the thing about her. She's sneaky. I'm allowed to say this. She pretends to be highbrow. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, she's Dan Q. Yeah, she yeah, is man. in she's the mud in with us. Yes! Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Velux XE, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Velux XE injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D erm.com not for people with severe allergic reactions allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in juvederm common side effects include injection site redness swelling pain tenderness firmness lumps bumps bruising discoloration or itching there's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities blindness stroke temporary scabs or scarring talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you visit juvederm.com that's j u v e d e r m.com
Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. I'm going to go to this first picture, which I'm assuming is you, cute as a button. Doesn't a- it look like I've been kidnapped? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? That they're not your parents. Like that baby does not. They're like, just to get me over the border, you know? Uh- <laughs> Don't you feel? <laughs> Maybe your dad, but I think you look like your mum. Yeah, I do look like my mum. I have oh, my mum's face. Oh, that is face. a cute I really picture. think you look like your mum. I just don't feel like I was born in a time where people ever look like that. Yeah, it does look like um, a Netflix documentary. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll see that like when I'm deceased and they finally give me that Netflix commission, that will be the yeah. thumbnail. Yeah, <laughs> the couple that stole a kid. Yeah, and look at my dad's moustache. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. What's that? He didn't get rid of that until three years ago, can you believe? Did oh, it? Was he that, had um, that in the noughties. Wait a second. Wow. Your dad had a moustache for that long and then he got rid of it. That must have been bananas when you saw him and went, Dad, that's got to go. You don't even look like my dad anymore. You're like, what's that top lip about? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare thing, Atash. Yeah, very rare. Yeah. Very, I don't know. What was his a... argument? What was he thinking? I think he was just. You just thought it suited him. Well, we're from this place called Gorton in Manchester. Yeah. And it's rough and st- it's still in the 60s. And I just <laughs> think it had something to do with that. It gave him an edge. Yeah. He does look, yeah, I mean, it does give him a certain kind of... He looks um, like Tosh off the bill. He does look like Tosh off the bill. I'm sad I get that reference. I don't want to be that old. (laughs) Kerry, that is the most incredible... Because I was like, he looks a bit... I was trying to think of like a Des Lynam or something. And then you said Tosh. I went, no, it's Tosh. It's definitely Tosh. My cousin calls him Eric Pollard because of Emma Dale. They say he looks like Eric Pollard. And um, he used to wear this white suit suit and refer to himself as John Travolta. (laughs) Do we understand, do we understand why I am the way I am? Yeah. So tell us about your childhood and you growing up. Yeah, who were you? Who was I? Who were you? Wait, this is too Eva broad. Bailey. I feel like I was just always like this, but with a bit more energy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you an only child? You've got brothers and sisters? No, I've got a sister, but we don't. We treat me like an only child. Um, <laughs> um, I want to know what kind of a kid you were. Like, grow, like, I mean, obviously you're a baby in this picture, but when you were growing up as a child, were you, did you want the limelight, Stephen? No, I was painfully shy, but I was camp. It was such like an oxymoron yeah like so I was really really shy I was even in my <laughs> high school leavers book it said if anyone said hello to you you'd go red so I didn't get to know you that well oh wow in public but then in the safety of my sanctuary my family I was using the hoover to perform Ricky Martin shake your bum bum <laughs> <laughs> why did you see the difference between doing that out in the world and doing it? you just it was not the same I think I was just shy and then I don't know because everyone was always fine with the gay thing because I never came out right <laughs> no I mean I mean, no, I really didn't. I know, but you didn't need to, yeah. my Well, that's love. sort of the thing. Everyone just assumed I was, so I went with it. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I am. <laughs> oh, you no are. No one let me find out. <laughs> right. I think you are. I, think you I are. feel pretty confident. It's pretty, it's pretty um, safe to assume. <laughs> so you, but do you think also that was because, you know, even though you were like, you can't, you you weren't able to hide, you're like, I felt like I was trying to hide who I was. I mean, un- unsuccessfully. But... um. <laughs> You didn't have to, you didn't feel like you wanted to hide who you were, but do you feel like part of your shyness might have been about not wanting to draw attention to yourself and not wanting to go, look, don't, don't, 
I don't want the bullies looking this way. Yeah, I do think it was about like, let's not put a spotlight on it. Right. Like, I had bright red hair as well, you guys. It was a, I had a brace, bright red hair. I was <laughs> oh camp as anything. Like, you're going to be this target on your back. <laughs> when one of the bullies, oh my God, at school, when we had the school talent show, they wanted to do the talent show and they wanted to do Barbie Girl by Aqua. Uh-huh. And they made me do it as Ken. <laughs> with them oh, and they no. were Barbie girl they were like, Barbie girl what? well get this then I bump into them in Manchester's gay village about 15 years later now one of the family do you know oh, what I mean? who knew <laughs> after choosing Barbie I, I sort of knew Barbie then girl. there was like there was, yeah I sort Red of flag. knew I know but he was very aggressive <laughs> <laughs> So, so what part of Manchester are you from? Um, I'm from Denton, Tameside, um, which I proudly like to say is one of the most deprived areas in the UK, as per the government's website. Oh, um, Stephen. It's always worth clanging that in in case BBC is <laughs> listening. They're like, we need a voiceover for an estate show. Do you know what I mean? You always live well, Manchester. Oh, well, yes. I always lived in Manchester up until, like, for, up until the end of uni. Then I moved to London right. for about eight years. Guys, I don't know what's going on here, but it's... You don't like it. It's just exhausting. And people are so annoying on the tube. They're annoyed on the tube, actually. Yeah, because there's too and many people. There's too many people. So I just thought, right, well, I'll just take myself back. out of the equation. Um, and I lived in France for a year because I have did a degree you? in French. Yeah. Where are you You're in fluent, France? aren't you? I am, yeah. Where in France did you uh, Perpignan. Dans le sud. <laughs> Dans le wow. sud de Paris. Look how easy you impressed Dans I le am. Wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Gary. Thank you. Finally, the respect I deserve. <laughs> Give us a little bit of Francais. No, I'm embarrassed. I don't. I'm embarrassed. Well, just, just imagine you're speaking into a hoover. Je m'appelle Stephen. Well, I know Tra- that. Yeah, Come I know on. that. Come on, give us a bit more. Cellophane. What does that mean? I don't know. That's cellophane. I thought, I thought it said That's cellophane. I was like, I don't know. Okay. Cellophane. Cellophane. Um, when you went to live in France, was that like you sort of flirting with it as a whole I thought it was going to be thing? like a French teacher. Right. Or there was a stage when I'd watched um, Legally Blonde where I thought I might be a translator <laughs> for a court. And then I could be like Elle Woods. I know she was like a full-on lawyer, but I don't think I'd have the patience for that. <laughs> right. right, yeah. Um, so I thought I would translate for law. And then when I moved to France, it's so romantic over there. I genuinely thought I was just going to fall in love and never come back. Yeah. Which, by the way, did happen to my friend Kate. I won't say her surname, but that bitch robbed my dream. <laughs> did she rob your dream or did she just have her own dream? Well, she might have had her own dream, but it was very similar to mine. <laughs> and she achieved it. And now she lives in Nice in a... And runs, no. yeah, and she's like the head of um, PR for like you know like Monaco hotels. Oh, nice! And she's got a gorgeous husband. I what a great say all the names because they're but very traceable. It's a win-win situation because you can just go text. and hang out with her whenever you want. Yeah, to. in Monaco. Yeah, it's living sort the dream. Of the respect I deserve. But Do you know Lisa Rinna? from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, we're really familiar. Oh, my God. I don't know what you guys are doing with your lives. Did you grow up watching it? You just always watched it from when you were I just always watched Trash. Do you guys remember MTV's hit show, The Hills? Yeah. Yeah. Are you joking? No, I remember. I didn't watch yeah. it. So, Did you watch it on your own? Did you watch it with your mum and dad? or who? Were no, you I watched it on shows? my own. My parents were not watching this. I used to. Did you ever get nervous when you were watching Sex in the City and they'd walk in and you felt like you were watching porn and paused it? No, but I did have that when I was watching Queer as Folk. My mum walked in as someone's being rimmed. That I was, was watching Bad Boys with Frank the other day. And I was like, whoa, okay. Let, let, we're not going to have to turn this off. Cause... What's Bad Boys? Oh, my God. Bad boys, boys is so good. Big what? Boys. Oh, shit. Big Boys. Bad Boys is with... Um, with Jack Will... Rook. 
You mean Jack Rowe, you don't mean Will Smith. Yeah, uh, she oh, means big oh, boys. You mean big boys, <laughs> right, okay. This is a very difficult Fucking podcast. Hell. I love big boys. I've only just caught up with it and it, I just love it. It's fantastic. But I was watching it with Frank yet. and there was a lot of sex in it. And I was like, okay, let's. this is too much. I'm your mum, let's call it. <laughs> you watch it on your own. <laughs> you watch it on your own. Do your yeah. own thing. There is something weird about watching sexy things with someone else, isn't there? Oh, God, absolutely. I mean, it's fine if it's your partner, but if it's your mum, it's like... Bleh. No, yeah. I don't even like watching my partner because I feel like, oh, you're going to get some ideas and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Always watching Trash TV. Always watch Trash TV. I, I watched MTV's hit show, The Hills. It was a spin-off from MTV's hit show, Laguna Beach, starring Lauren Conrad, a, a small <laughs> a town girl who, who moved to um, Los Angeles to follow her dreams. And I thought... I'm going to follow my dreams. So even when I got to, um, we had to pick our destination for our year abroad in France, I picked a little beach town in the south of France because I thought... Perpignan. Perpignan. So reality TV has shaped your life. Yeah, I don't know if it's an impressive thing, but yeah, that's the reason I'm here. But sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I think, Lauren Conrad, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're watching these shows as a kid, did you think, I want want to be number one? This is going to happen. And I would honestly be like... I swear I once applied for Big Brother and didn't get them through. So you have had a crack at trying to get on these shows yeah. before you were a comic? Yes. Right. Yeah. That was like a last resort because then I was like, oh, I'll just try and get a job in TV. That's like, because I'd read somewhere that Dermot O'Leary and Holly Willoughby started. Well, Dermot started as a runner, allegedly, and Holly Willoughby started as a receptionist. And oh, I thought, really? That's well, how you get in. they have nice lives. So I tried to do that. And I just, re- I didn't know you didn't do this. I literally at Council State Manchester had no idea. Yeah. Just love Razzle Dazzle. So I wrote to the head of every channel. I mean, imagine doing that now. They I would know. not like you to do that. Uh, but, but you are told from, to sort of like, you know, dare to dream, be bold, yeah. get your elbows Well, you out. are from America over here. They're like, mm, stay no, in your place. But, the head of chat, I got lucky because the head of Channel 5 wrote back and was like, okay, we'll come to London wow. and let's have a chat. And he helped me get a runner's job really? on Channel 5's hit show, The Right Stuff. And then that started. And then I just got a job there. Well, at first they were like, we'll give you a six week contract. Cause that's what they're doing TV. And I said, I'm not moving to London for six weeks. So then I got a six month one. And then I got on with everyone there. And then people were like, you're funny if you thought about doing stand-up and I was like you should think about doing stand-up I am not doing that like, really you... I was Adam I didn't even like watching it I, oh really I it's still just... don't really. <laughs> so look Stephen I want to go to your next photograph because I'm trying to give some sort of direction and some structure to what the fuck this has been so far um, has it been good though? Is it more interesting than like? Oh, this is, oh, oh, this is chatting. Yeah. It's this chatting is... with occasional references to photographs. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Okay. I want to look. look I always get you nervous here. that I'm so What's boring. Going on? Oh, what you're what not are you boring. On? You're not boring. Bloody hell! Is that the next one? I think so. You look like okay. a babe in the woods here. Look, so I sent you this one really because... How skinny you are. Yes, I, I really did. <laughs> you, you sent me that because of your jawline. And I your really did. And I was like... How old are you in that picture? I, w- well, I was in... It was in the Printworks Manchester. I can't remember the name of the bar. So I... Th- think I would have been like 19 or 20. So this Aww. is pre-moving to London. Pre-moving to London. Pre-being Student, studying French. And I need to tell you a story about this, which is I used to dye my hair because whatever colour Lindsay Lohan dyed her hair. <laughs> because, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because, well, she was a ginger and everyone loved her and I was a ginger and no one loved me. So I just thought, 
I'll do what Lindsay. Whatever she does, it must look good. So I went, so when she went like a really sharp red for me and girls, so did I. Then she went through the black hair, so so did I. Then she went blonde, and so did Now I just do what I want. <laughs> sure. It is blonde right now, but I do, that's my choice, not Lindsay's. <laughs> oh, you have dyed your hair. So what colour is your hair here? Because it's hard to say if it's dark red or, or... Black. Black? And who's the girl in the photo? That's my friend Sarah. She's a very talented actor. She's in a performance, a theatre company called X Collective. Um, but we met each other on the first day of our jobs at Sainsbury's when we were 16. And we're oh. still friends now. Well, I was oh, 16. Really? She's a bit older. Um, <laughs> she's 40 now. I'm not. Um, and so we met on the first day and we're still friends now. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yes. Yeah. Stephen. And we used to go on all these like nights out with like Round Manchester. Well, yeah, and all my friends are girls. They still are to this day. Luckily now I've got a nice gaggle of gays as well. But we'd always go out round Manchester so they could all pull and I'm just like there was no pulling where they were going. Right. Like, so you weren't able to go to the gay clubs at Did the they time? Not go to No, they didn't want to go. So I mean they I could have gone. But, like just, well, know, there was we'll more go... of them, so they were like, you know, they're in charge. Oh, Let's come go to on. Tiger Tiger. Oh, it's and... fun to go to a gay bar. I think they didn't trust me actually because the one time we did go to a gay bar, I gave a French man a gobble in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might have done it. There's a picture of you in what looks like a tabloid newspaper <laughs> with your arm around. Um, Gail Porter, looking very concerned, but also quite chic. You've, you've gone back to your red locks. You look like... Her bodyguards. Her bodyguards it was the first time I experienced paparazzi. I mean, it wasn't for you me, look, obviously. You look like you were Gail. born for the job. Thank I, you. I, I look feel... how much I sort of enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, You're like, mind out, mind out. Me and Gail are coming through. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing her jacket. So what happened was when I was working on Channel 5 to show the right stuff, I met Gail because she was a regular. <laughs> you, have to, you have to sell everything. Yeah, you've got to sell um, You absolutely do. And so I met Gail on that and she was really nice obviously yeah. I grew up with Gail on like fully booked and stuff yeah, like yeah. that so I was like you so like her. and she's quite camp and fun and um actually clicked. when I was like moving in between houses one place had finished and the other one wasn't and she was like just come and stay with me what yeah. did you go and stay with Gail Porter I went to stay with Gail Porter wow. and it was like the best time and we went out and then that was paparazzi. But the reason I put it in there today is because in the paper it said like, oh, Gail Porter's out with her new man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. Wow. Her new You do look like her very protective gay lover. boyfriend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, I mean... You do look very protective of her. It's yeah. a very, it's a lovely picture, actually. Thank you. And I, I was going to say it again, jawline. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely angle. The lighting is perfect. The angle is great. The jacket really suits you. It's before my metabolism stopped. Why does no one warn you about that? <laughs> mm. I know you're not really allowed well. to talk about this stuff anymore, but <laughs> I wish I had the metabolism of the man in that picture with Gail Porter. Well, you, you, how but old were you But with my then? current successes. <laughs> in your early 20s. Early 20s, yep. And where is that? Where were you packed? Um, outside Groucho's. Oh, Could you imagine? Whoa, Could you imagine? Sorry. So what year are I we talking? I grew up on Lily Savage talking about Groucho's. Peak Groucho that times. That was peak Groucho's. So I, oh, sorry, I moved to London in 2000, end of 2009. So I bet that was like 2010 right. because I still had a social life and wasn't being a comedian then. So it would have been about 2010, early 2011 before I started. Oh, wow. So is that so when you started doing stand-up I then? started doing comedy in 2011 because... 
think I'm allowed to tell this story. It's not a big deal. But T4, so the production company I was working for, do you remember that show T4 that was on the weekend? They were looking for a new presenter. So they were like, why don't you... They said, why don't you try for it? But I'd never been on camera in my life. Okay. Didn't know what to do. So I was just like... So if you look at the camera, you're, like, you're meant to look down the camera. I was talking to my producer friend, be like, oh, my God. Uh, uh. Uh, okay. like, no, I had no idea. Um, and then that's when it, they were all like, you're really funny. You should maybe consider stand-up wow. to hone a craft. Right. Because they were like, you've got all you've the got charm talent, and everything. But it's like where to but, put it. Yeah. you've got. I mean, we didn't. I was sort of like. At that, I wasn't like stage funny. It was kind of like you make your friends laugh. Yeah. But they were like, funny if you could funny. hone yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And then. You'll be good at it. And what did you think when people first started suggesting that? I thought, fuck off, I don't want to do it. I don't think stand-up's very enjoyable. I like Lily <laughs> Savage. Well, well, here's the thing. I like Lily Savage. I like Alan Carr. I mean, because well, I always felt guilty because everyone would be like, oh, my God, I really love, yeah, like... I always wanted it, yeah. Like Billy Connolly or whatever. And yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anything Billy Connolly's done. Whereas I was more like, I did love Chelsea Handler. On Chelsea lately, and I right. thought, well, if you can be a comedian that way, yeah, it's yeah. spicy. I'm and doing that in life anyway. So you kind of what? Can you remember your first gig and where it was? My first gig was really good because it was a small. It was the Round Table in Leicester Square. Oh you know, yeah, I remember only that. holds about twenty people yeah, for yeah. a sellout. And I just went on. My housemate at the time, Marie, she won't mind me saying, because I've sold so many times. She came with her boyfriend and a few people from work, and um, Marie was. Hmm, she how she dated a lot okay she okay. dated a lot and um i spoke about that but right. i did not know that the guy that she was with did Didn't not know. know about that and they <laughs> oh, slowly really? let go of each other's hands during because marie also had no sense of smell do you know before it was popular 2020 um <laughs> she's never had any sense of smell and um what you would do is you would go in her room and it smelled a bit jizzy because she didn't open a window. Just what, why smelled. didn't she have any sense of smell? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe she had. I don't know. A bit I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what does a bit jizzy smell like? Like. Okay. Descri- no. Okay. Okay. That's I can't it. describe. It. <laughs> it's a smell like you described it. You know what I mean, smell, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, Smells like the nineties to me. <laughs> um, so you not only did your first ever gig, but you ruined a girl's life at well, the same time. Just that one day. Just that one day. Yeah, just yeah, that one yeah. day, and she had plenty more. Yeah, she. Oh, it's a big I mean, please. Um, but that's kind of nice distraction from the sort of terror of doing stand up. It's yeah. something else to kind well, of. Well, I sort of ad libbed it, and then I did that. Did you? Yeah, because I was like, because you didn't quite know how it worked. I didn't know what I was doing. So were you nervous? Uh, yeah, I was shitting myself, to be honest. Right. And then my next gig was at Up the Creek, which is obviously a big, a lot yeah, bigger venue. Yeah, comedy club. Um, and it was before it was like a gong show. It was just like a new material right. night. When I was new, it just still had this reputation. Well, M- Malcolm was still alive then. Yeah. It still had a reputation of being a bear pit. Well, so I when- don't think it was the bear pit thing. I was just bad. It was like my second ever gig. <laughs> and I wasn't passionate about doing comedy. So I was like, well... If places book me in, like when I've sent the one email... But did you think I need to sort of write down some bullet points, have a no, sense? No, not yet. No. <laughs> so, but you got I'm honest about when I started. I started 2011, but I think if I was a lesser comedian, I'd say I started 2013, because that's when I started thinking about it. Oh, really? Yeah, so you were just I, winging it for two I years? I would do like a gig, 
not bother doing another gig for like eight weeks. You know, these people that yeah. do 100 in their first month. But you had a job. Uh, so I had you a were, job, yeah. yeah. And it was like proper job behind the scenes. Until it was like 12 to 14 hour days. Right. Like it was really long. Um, and so I went on uh, up the creek, which is proper stage. Proper, I never had a spotlight in my life And before. how did that one go? Why, awful. It was because the, the spotlight made me think I was going into heaven. I just thought, <laughs> I'm. this is it. This is me dead. Um, and I didn't really have... So then I was scared. Didn't and I didn't really have any, have any stories to tell. I didn't have any material. Oh and then you go. God. And even then it didn't go, this is why people have material to get you You still didn't just hole. put two and two So together. what did you do then? No, Were I you didn't. just chatting to the audience? Was, I was doing it before Matt Reif made it a thing on TikTok. <laughs> I was going around, did it chit-chat, anyone I fancied, anyone I fancied. I Getting any laughs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes so it, it was really working. worked. Yeah, like exactly. Sometimes people thought I was like, Oh, where's he come from? Yeah, and, and sometimes there were no people bit, like, go, who's this? Hang on, if C-word. I dump all the bits that are shit and put together all the bits that make everyone laugh, that's a set. So I slowly, slowly started to realise that and I'd pull out the same thing, but well, that got a laugh last time, so I'll say that again. Right. And da, 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 like compared Marie's um, habits to a Sunday roast at one point. <laughs> that worked for a while. I don't think it would work in the new world. Um, and... <laughs> We've all got jokes that don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, We've all yeah. changed, Stephen. Um, but then I started writing jokes what I thought you meant to write, like everyone had a nectar card joke at the time. And right. and I was like, it's not funny. And then <laughs> um, it just wasn't funny. And then someone said to me, it was this guy, he doesn't do comedy anymore, Sean, but he ran gigs at, for a time. Mm. And he was like, you're very funny as yourself. So keep telling your stories right. and take out the shit. You're right, right, right. So take I just, out the nectar I gags. I just start telling him verbatim pretty much. And then remember what got laughs and write that down yeah take it back take it back take it back take but it back. So you started honing it a bit yeah how do you feel about stand-up now i love stand-up they say yeah you, yeah yeah i re- fell in love with it well i don't love necessarily watching it but i <laughs> but really love enjoy it doing now. it i think what i love is a live audience right um i just think there's nothing but i mean because sometimes when i do my tour shows i really have written a show yeah but if i go off on one you might not get the show. Really? I mean, if I go off ad-libbing and did it and well, we're really... In, if it's bombing, you can obviously come back round. <laughs> yeah. But that's why you write the show. Yeah, yeah. I've learnt my lesson. But now, if I go off on one, like sometimes I'll come watch and go, oh, I've got five minutes to do an hour. Like, And what, what do you go off on? Just what? crowd well, I might be talking to someone and then, then be peculiar or did it, but I don't do full crowd work or it might just lead me to think of a story that I've got in my head and... Oh my God, I can't imagine anything. No, but I, I saw you basically do that. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you earlier, but I saw you uh, do that at McCunleth Festival oh, yeah. um, uh, last, last year. year. And I came to see your show. It was on in the... And you were like, I haven't got anything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so stressed for you. And I, mean, no, I have got some things, but it's, it's not, I haven't written a show. Yeah. Anyway, the entire hour was you talking to three or four different people in the audience, triangulating this whole show around these people, callbacks, oh going back God. to them, all That's improvised within an hour. It was incredible. It was so good. I was like, I don't even know if you need to write it. And you went, yeah, but you can't have that and no backup you've got to have you know i mean if i get anyone's name and then i need it later in the show for oh, a call, but i'm like you <laughs> gary is it gary no gary was in taunton kerry yeah it's gone yeah this one with um ross kemp and 
and Jenny Eclair. That was called Zoe Ball on Saturday, and it was an ITV breakfast show. They let me on at 8.30, ladies. A.M. <laughs> A.M. Um, what a liability. Oh, no, this you. one, sorry, that was before it was that. So I got Zoe Ball after that. But that was Weekend with Allard. And let me tell you how that happened. Talk about... Oh, Jones? Yeah. I'm walking in the air, Allard. Yeah. 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 And so <laughs> what happened was... Why are you laughing? This is a serious documentary podcast. I'm into it. Walking in the air, Alex. Yeah. So what happened with this was... It's because you said it like you're going to say some really hot, like some really filthy gossip. And the other thing about Alex... Don't say anything filthy about Oh, he's so nice. I've had some rosé with him at Groucho. Um, So what happened there was my... One of my so I I saw that this show of Alan Jones had like comedians on being like Did it? Here's a viral clip. Like da da da. What comedians? I can't remember. <laughs> Phil Wang did one. What? Okay. Yeah. Why weren't we getting that, babe? We never got anything. <laughs> you two have got enough. Leave us something. <laughs> She's viral. Leave and I did us our something. Girl. <laughs> yes, exactly. I really want our girl and to be viral. Um, and so basically, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I said to my agent at the time, of which there have been many, um, <laughs> I said, you need to email these people. Yes. And again, it all, why are you laughing at that? It, they all just Because I know how many there's to, been. I know there's been like eight. Um, it all just came together. Because what happened was, my agent sent the email under my direction. <laughs> The booker out loud just went, does anyone know Stephen Bailey? One of my gays had seen my show the night before and was like, I went to see him last night. You should give him a go. Oh, So they were like, we'll give you a go. I made Alan laugh because Alan's like a nice choir boy and I'm me. But I stayed restrained. (laughs) I got to the line. and But that was handy working in TV as well because I actually knew where the line was. Ah, so it's all coming together now. Yeah. So doing the gigs, getting building up the craft, Mm -hmm. the background in the running and the TV like production. Mm -hmm. Now it's starting to all come good. And then I would, and then I was quite good with celebrities because I am a fan. Like I'm a massive fan. Yes. So like as you can see on that picture, Ross Kemp is touching my leg, (laughs) and I really ran with that. Yeah. You do look very easy. The amount of times I got booked on that show to do a segment. And then I would never do the segment because I'd just be talking to like, like there, I was just talking to Ross Kemp and Jenny Eclair and after the back of it, I got tour support with Jenny Eclair. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I have got never got a job just because the phone rang. I've always got a job because I've met and hustled. You've and hustled. Like Lisa Rinna's tagline from um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh-huh, series. My advice to you, don't hustle the hustler. That's me. Oh, that's true, but you are the hustler. Yeah. So, But you do it with such charm. But you are very charming. And it's I wouldn't, like, kill someone's granny to be successful like some people would. I just feel like, treat everyone nice and they remember it. And if someone's a C-U-N-T, I just won't deal with them. And then... Um, <laughs> There's loads of them. They're everywhere. All over the yeah. telly. <laughs> and also, be good at your job. That's the other thing. Like, Because I remember, so off the back of Allard, that Allard Joe, he stopped, stopped, stopped doing that. And then it became Zoe Ball on Saturday, which same time slot, pretty much same show. But they wanted a regular comedian. They didn't want it to be. So they're going to test people in the first few episodes. It just so happened, because of how well that one and it went, and it was the same team, they got me in again. They got me with episode one. Me and Zoe hit it off like that. And I got a year contract on that. Hold up. 
Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. What's going on here? Oh, my God, Stephen. I love that you've included this photograph because I know how much you value your image. <laughs> Not there. How you look. And you have handed us a photograph where I think this must have been quite troublesome for you to include this. Right. So one of my... Sorry. One of my best friends... I love what you do with your hair. ...in the whole wide world is Laura Whitmore. TV superstar. You know who that is. I don't know. You know. Are you joking? She hosted Love Island. She hosted I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here Now. She hosted MTV News. She's married to Ian Sterling. Oh, I know Ian. Oh, my God. Yes. That is not very feminist of you two to know her that way, by the way. I didn't know her. I don't. Now I know she is. Now I know. Um, so she's one of my best friends in the world. I met her when she was MTV News presenter and I was like the work experience boy yeah and um she's still one of my best friends to this day and so we were at an event and obviously the paparazzi like laura laura she was doing uh i'm a celebrity get me out of here now the itv2 spin-off right um so she's very popular still is but that was when she was becoming very popular and we'd been to this art gallery opening and i thought got my nice new outfit from Camden Market. <laughs> if you notice, there's a cape with a blazer. So that's a cape. Oh, and then there's a blazer over the cape. And it splits like a girl's allowed outfit would near the hips. And well, this photo isn't showing it off, is it? Let's be well, the, felt, the no, max. but what that photo is showing off is my numerous chins. <laughs> and my, I don't even know what you would call that expression. Um, it's... But, it was the circle of shame. It's a dinner lady sort of vibe, isn't it? It's yeah. got that kind it just of just caught you at the wrong time. You're we a handsome man. Right. Not look, there. We can, well, look, we can all have photographs that have just yeah. been picked at the wrong moment. It was just awful. And that was supposed to be like my moment. Like, I'm coming out. I could have been Laura Whitmore's man on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not giving off the same vibe as the did girl Did the paparazzi one. confuse you for Laura, for, for Laura Whitmore's... <laughs> Obviously not. No, it didn't even... And like, they didn't even try and confuse us. And then they put that picture <laughs> and she's looking all glamorous like... <gasps> caught and startled and gorgeous and I'm looking caught and constipated (laughs) and what's this one so that is on the Zoe Ball breakfast show yeah and they said 
Callum Scott. Do we need to explain who that is? Yep. Okay. Yes. So he got to, <laughs> I believe oh, he, so he was on Britain's Got Talent. Right. And I believe he got to the final the year he did it with that Robin song. And I remember at the time, again, before I'd started stand up, I loved him. I loved him. Hence you dressing, you dressing as a bride for him. So then when he was on the Zoe Ball Breakfast Show, which I had a segment on, I you went thought. in a wedding dress. <laughs> Why not? And I actually have that framed in my living room. What does your boyfriend I, think about that? Oh, well, that's I, so good. He can't propose because it'll be bigger me. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? Full vows? I, I literally went up and I just walked out and I was like, <laughs> and they played the music and his face was like. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very happy. Yeah, That's I a was, lovely wedding I was poster. making him laugh. Um, but he was a very good sport about it. Yeah. He did marry me and my he... friend Sue Cleaver, who plays Eileen in Coronation Street. We now have brunch in Wilmslow. Um, <laughs> she was on that day as well. And I was like, I'm so sorry you have to meet me this way, Sue. Oh, wow. That is a great picture. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. bringing your lovely photos. Yeah, but you can't go anywhere until you tell us about your tour. Oh, What's it called? Where is it? Where can we buy tickets? Stephen Bailey Crass. You can buy it at stephenbaileycomedy.co.uk. It's very funny. I called it Crass because sometimes people have seen me on daytime shows and come... And then do look a bit shocked when I do my anal bit that you saw, <laughs> Kerry. Um, but it is a very funny anal bit. Um, so I've called it crass. And crass it is a great word. brilliant. It's nearly written. We, <laughs> we love you. You've got your tour. Check out your podcast with Zoe Lyons. Let's talk about the husband. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Hennifer, at Stephen Comedy. He's made it to 100k. You went raving with Susie Ruffle. Oh, I did for Chloe's birthday. We went that out to see Gok One. Wow. That was fun. Yeah. That, that looked fun. like a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. And we got some sort of VIP area because it was too hectic. It was too hectic. What was how going on behind us? How did you get a VIP us? area? Because you're VIPs, I know. But Well, obviously because you... we're VIPs. Mm. Because we know Gok and, and Ruffle... Um, Messaged Gok and said, look, there's a gang of us coming. And he went, oh, go in the... Um, we'll rope the off a corner. Or the... They roped off a, an area at the front and we had that whole area. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Did you so we like had space to life. dance. I feel like I didn't know what, what the point of ha- having any kind of success was until that moment. And mm-hmm. all of my friends were like, you, you might be Z-list, but this is it. And yeah. I said, I know. This is yeah. it. Some people are going to the BAFTAs and going to like... Private You've got parties. A roped off corner at the Concord. I've got a roped, yeah, at Concord too. Yeah, right. <laughs> right at the front, right at the front there. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? These little moments of status. You're like, fucking hell, man. It's worth it. It's worth twenty years of slog for this roped off corner. It, it really is, especially now. I don't know if I'd have appreciated a roped off corner in my twenties, but heading to fifty, I'm oh, like, yeah. all I want is a roped off corner. Just a I don't some earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> And a woman's own <laughs> copy of woman's own, and a, you know, you want a radio time with cozy queens of drama on the front. That's what you do. Want, you right? know what? I do. <laughs> I absolutely do. And I love a bit of cozy crime now. That's right up my right my alley. Oh, I don't know what I was doing. Let's be honest. What was I doing there? That's the question that everyone was asking. Sorry, why is she? Although I will say, Kerry, you looked like you every- were having an absolute ball. That's what you were doing there. We we did, and everybody there, I would say. 
I would say I'm going to like 80% of the people there were over 40. Great. Great. As so in be. fact, it in be pockets, gardening. in pockets, I was probably one of the youngest. I mean, in, not in the pocket. You had to seek in. those pockets out though, didn't you? Hug yeah, those really pockets did. out. Like, How do you? How okay, do you? What are you, you on? Right, I'm in. You're my She's old. He's old. They're old. I'm going to stand next to this 80-year-old. She makes me feel great. Chloe came out of the toilets and she went, they're singing Looking Out for Linda. What, what, human cry? She went, yeah, it's hilarious. I was like, oh, I'm in the right place. If you're, if you're singing Looking Out for Linda by human cry. This, these are my people. Um, oh, well, it sounds like a good night. It was. And it was all the old kind of like bangers. There was, you know, the, from the old, old days. It's fun. What, you know, like, 90s, like 90s bangers. <laughs> right, 90s what? bangers, right. <laughs> Not Glenn Miller then. Not what? Glenn Miller. Not Glenn Miller, no. <laughs> How old do you think I am? <laughs> but can I remind you, I'm younger than you. Just, just. Just, actually, yeah. For a moment, I thought you said Enya. I don't know why I thought you said that. Oh, that would be so Bringing out all the bangers. If you were Orino out. Orinoco flows. Sail away, sail, sail away, away, sail away. away. <laughs> Just you doing interpretive dance at the Concord. Sail away, sail away, shh, sail away. <laughs> Do you know what? And being at the front, we could have started a whole kind of Mexican wave, couldn't yeah. we? You could have rolled around flows. on the floor in leotards. Oh, that wouldn't have been such a bad thing if I got a bit of Kate Bush back. <laughs> That's next year. Do that for your Is 50th. It? Oh. It, oh, it's already thinking about my 50th already. So much pressure, isn't there? We've Are you going to have a party? Up. That's the $64 million. You've got a year now of everyone saying, Are you going to have a party for the big one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have a party. I've decided I'm going to have a party. Oh, brilliant. Shall I put it in my diary going... now? Right, let's look at the diary. I'll tell you the weekend it's going to be. Yeah, that's going in. Uh, we're going to go. Right. It's going to. Are we going to have a roped off corner? We'll have a roped off corner. The whole party's going to be one big roped off corner. <laughs> um, um, we'll do it February 2025. Oh my God. And it will be Saturday the 8th. That's right. When we'll do it. Jen. Birthday. That's. Rave. It's going to be a rave. It's going to be a rave. rave. It's going to be a rave. Because you know how much I love a rave, Jen. You've watched me at a rave at the back with my hands over my ears. You you don't (laughs) like like a sort of stressed out toddler. Yeah. You're not really into raves. We'll give you those. We'll give you those headphones. You know that keep out the yeah noise cancelling toddler headphones. Those those noise cancelling headphones. You can stand at the back like a middle class toddler. We'll give you a cup of Earl Grey <laughs> and a copy of the Radio Times. Or the Gardener's World magazine. I can be looking at all the Latin names of plants. I forget how much you like gardening. Yeah. Well, well last that. time we went to Glastonbury, I watched Gardener's World on my phone in my camper van. On that the was the first time, wasn't it? I think the second time you did no. actually leave the camper van, but the first no, time. No, I did. On, no, it was last time we went, last year. And I on the Thursday, when the bands haven't started yet, I just thought... Oh, you stayed in and watched Gardener's World. No, no. There was, there was one day where I went out it, at night beyond 9pm. Yeah. Okay. And when I saw you the next day, you said, I said, how was your evening? And you said it was great. I, uh, I watched Gardener's World. And I said, oh, right. 
At Glastonbury. At Glastonbury. I can't remember who I saw, but it wasn't. It was a little bit. It was a couple of steps You saw up shapes, that. mate. That's what you saw. Yeah, I saw. Oh, yeah. All that, the shapes. Oh, was that Underworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 